I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Good morning, Noah. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How about you, Ben? I tested negative for COVID, so I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. So Uh, I had like had like a little fever earlier this week and didn't really want to risk anything so i went to the doctors and they made me take a test immediately (laughs) um i just got the results today so it's not COVID. it was just like i don't know like the flu or whatever for a couple days headache and everything but uh, yeah (laughs) yeah well that's that's good good that you don't have it um so i guess you can go back to work then yeah yeah i mean uh next week <laughs> yeah yeah and it, and it looks like it must be getting colder there because you're wearing a sweatshirt yeah man we actually hit zero degrees uh celsius today so oh, we wow. actually had to turn on the heating it's it's pretty cold <laughs> yeah that's crazy wow yeah i kind of forget you know because i just moved to seattle here like a year ago and we just don't have much as as much of seasons as uh, not a seasonal so i kind of like forget uh like how cold it gets you know last last year this time i was wearing shorts on the oh. whole winter because i was just like oh this is great this isn't cold at all and this year since i i, I don't have the the difference like coming from ohio where it does have get colder and has seasons like i kind of like oh this is cold like it feels cold to me just because relatively to what I'm i'm used to now yeah, yeah, no, it actually, it could actually start snowing over here. So I, I, I did, I do like the seasons. I like having snow, um, but it always sucks if you like gotta go from A to B and it starts snowing in between and everybody is going crazy because <laughs> their car isn't ready or whatever. And you know, like there, there's some some stuff attached to having seasons, I guess. Yeah. Well, cool. I guess it's I guess it's winter time now officially. Yep. <laughs> almost christmas so man. yeah yeah definitely so i have an announcement to share Ooh, do share <laughs> yeah so uh this has been kind of a long time in the making and i haven't been able to talk about it <clears throat> for a really long time because you know just things happening um but so coffee pass got acquired uh so that's pretty cool nice. uh so my my first startup so yeah i haven't talked about it much at all uh in a while maybe in the first couple episodes i talked yeah i i mean i knew that but i don't think you've ever mentioned that on the show right that you or did you actually say that that you were like in talks well maybe i don't know if i said that i might have said (laughs) i was in talks um but it wasn't it was never official um and it was just a super long process um <laughs> so to give a little bit of background uh for the listeners so coffee pass was uh my first startup um where i i started out doing it on the side and then went part-time and then eventually went full-time on it <clears throat> and i started it with a buddy from college and so we worked on it for about two years um and so what coffee pass is is a order ha- uh, order ahead app for local coffee shops so it's kind of like a platform that allows them to offer that service so 
if uh, I guess if you're, I, I'm guessing this is everywhere, but Starbucks has an app that's kind of similar. I'm not sure if that's in Germany, but basically you can order ahead on their app and just like show up. Um, but that's definitely if you're in the U.S., you've probably used that. Um, so it's basically like that, but for local local coffee. Um, so yeah, we eventually it wasn't going as well as we were hoping, so we kind of put it on the back burner a little bit. Um, I think in 2019, so yeah, last year mid last year and that's when I then got a, a full-time job again but we we were then we had some people that were interested in buying it um, <clears throat> and initially the kind of the deal was that they were going to just license it from us and just so license it for uh, some time to be able to kind of test it out um, kind of de-risk it for them so that then they can buy it later um, and so that was kind of what we were doing for a while, but just the negotiations back and forth just to make up that deal took like six months. Um, and so then we started on that deal with this, this, uh, buyer and then COVID came around, um, and things kind of blew up. And I, I think I did talk about the, that here on this podcast. We like doubled our revenue, the copy pass revenue in like one week because, all these coffee shops like had no other way to have people order because of COVID other than like through our app. So yeah, more yeah. shops were wanting to use us, all their customers were using us. So that was pretty cool. Um, so what the, what happened though is then there was other buyers that started coming in. They're like, oh, this is gonna be a big thing. Like we need to like get on this. And so we actually had um, pretty, pretty crazy. The CEO of Squarespace, um, I think his name is like Dick something. Um, he's not the CEO anymore, uh, but he was like their, he was a CEO for four years. I think he was like their third or fourth employee, became the CEO and was kind of the CEO when Squarespace like grew a ton and became big. He then went on to start a coffee business that, um, uh, I'm trying to think how to explain it. Basically, it's a, it's a kind of like a smart um, analytics and platform system that helps coffee shops like get their inventory like exactly right so they know exactly how much like coffee beans they need and all this stuff. So it, it's yeah, like a yeah. system that helps them with inventory. And so they wanted to move into Orderhead and um, <clears throat> like this is a startup that's like, you know, raised a lot of money and all this stuff. Um, so he reached out to us and then like in two days he gave us an offer, um, Ooh. and wanted to acquire it, um, which was crazy. The problem was, <laughs> this is just a whole mess. This whole, all this negotiation <laughs> stuff. The problem was we already had a, a deal on the line with this other guy. So we then were trying to like maneuver and negotiate a way to basically, go with this other deal because it was literally double our prior deal <laughs> um huh. and so we yeah so we we tried to make that work and basically all it did it, it didn't work exactly like our our the best way we we're hoping but it did accelerate our current deal so that they just bought it um but yeah so that's kind of what happened and it was just it was a lot of kind of effort really all the negotiating we probably got on like calls with these different people i don't know 
like 20, 30 tons of times. It was just, it was a lot of time over this last year. And, you know, I couldn't really talk about it, but that was some of the weeks where I wasn't getting much stuff done was probably because I was trying to handle some of this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So did I get that right? That the initial buyer actually ended up buying it, but it got accelerated because you got a second offer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And, um, you know, it's not like it was a life-changing amount of money that was acquired for, but it was like we were happy with the outcome. We were, um, yeah, it was it was good. So even though it, it took a lot of effort uh, to no- negotiate and stuff, like I'm glad it was a really good experience and learned a lot through the process. Um, so, yeah, it was, that was cool. Um, so can you last- go like into any details of how the like just the process like did you hire a lawyer or how did you like make sure the contract's actually good and yeah start? Um, <laughs> right so yeah I, I know there's some stuff i probably can't share uh, or i'm not supposed to um but yeah i think i can share <laughs> some of that like they so they had the lawyers on their side which i think is pretty typical for like the company acquiring because they you know the lawyers have to make sure everything with the company is good and that everything like legally is looking okay for them to acquire and all that stuff so there's more for them to check on the acquiring side because they're going to get the asset and then like it's kind of off our hands at that point um we probably could have and like you know they'd probably want people would say that you should get a lawyer on our side too just to like make sure the documents and the deal like everything checks out and is good but you know we're we we didn't want to pay the money for that um (laughs) so we just like did a ton of research and that's probably also why it took you know a while is we just did a lot of research to like see like okay what's normal what this what should this look like and that that was a lot of what my partner co-founder he did a lot of that work is you know really reading in the details and we had tons of questions for them and their lawyers worked well with us to answer those and so we were pretty confident that things were looking good um but yeah we were you know trying to take our time and and do that right for sure but we did not get get lawyers there so (laughs) yeah makes sense probably pretty expensive if you do right (laughs) yeah probably um and then we had the transition process um, where, you know, we had to kind of get all of our accounts set up and switched over to them. And we had to do some documentation on the systems and the, the code so that we could kind of give it over to them. So that took a little bit of time. Um, so that was kind of definitely one of my main parts, especially for like the code base and stuff. Um and then we also had some issues with so we have an ios app for coffee pass and apple is just they're very hard to work with for transitioning things oh Um, yeah i can't imagine they do have a they do have a system where you can like transition from one corporation to another but there's like some limitations where if like you use certain frameworks or something they just won't let you do that and we happen to be in that case where we were using some framework that Apple's like, hey, if you're using this, you cannot transition it to another corporation. So that was kind of a headache of stuff Perfect. to figure out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like how are we going to actually transition this over to them from our corporation? Uh, so yeah, that took some multiple weeks to figure that out. Um, you know, just back and forth over time, and 
um, eventually came to a solution that works so that eventually they'll they'll move it over to their own app on their uh, corporation account so yeah that that part actually still is going to take some time but there's nothing that like we have to do for that so yeah so it's basically you're you're done with it and it's all sealed and you're you're out of it right yep yep it's all done all over and that's why i can finally finally talk about it <laughs> yeah it yeah, makes sense so are you like excited and happy with with the outcome and is it like you know like you don't have to care about it anymore and that's actually good <laughs> yeah definitely I, yeah i'm very excited about that like you know even just copy pass running in the background for us like we had to make sure things were working had to do some support stuff every once in a while and that's all you know all off our plates now and yeah i'm really excited with the, the outcome and it was definitely a, a cool experience going through it and uh definitely learned a lot through that process so yeah definitely definitely happy with the outcome and and glad that we're on the other side of all the things we had to figure out yeah that's actually something I've been thinking about this week, so I didn't really get much done this week, but I did think about our small bets a little more. And mm -hmm. um, so one thing that I can definitely um, identify with right now is, you know, like if we do those small bets and maybe Coffee Pass was like one of those small bets, like that's how I'm thinking about it right now. Um, oh, it was, a, it was a bigger bet. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a bigger bet, but in, in the end, like all of those bets, they will kind of live there simultaneously and you kind of have to decide if you want to kill it at some point or keep at it right so if you have like three bets going mm -hmm. um that's that's kind of like adding adding stuff to your to your to your head right like uh e eating away a little bit of your brain every day in a way yeah. and it, it gets kind of harder to decide if you want to keep it keep it running and i guess that's the same feeling you had with coffee pass right you still had to do some uh, maintenance and support work and now it's just gone and it's kind of like like a lift like a weight lifted off your shoulders right right for sure and there's definitely you know uh you know with all these bets like the outcome that you're expecting is dependent on you know how much you put into it right so it's like you're you're looking for a return on investment it's like with coffee pass we we took a lot of risk with it and we you know we quit our, our day jobs and put a lot of time and really money and effort into it. So then, you know, in that case, you're expecting a lot more out of it. Um, where, you know, if what we're building right now, we're, we're both building on the side, we don't have, you know, it's, it's kind of like a side thing. Um, our, our return doesn't have to be as big for it to be a successful return. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I think that is definitely a good way to think about it yeah makes sense but it still feels like even if we just do it on the side like the time we've put into that feels like if if i would have to decide to let playgroup go right now that would feel pretty bad <laughs> yeah well yeah and then there of course there's the i forget whatever effect they call it or whatever where it's like the longer you work on something the longer you put time into it it's, oh, yeah, it's gonna be harder fallacy. to let it go yes yep yeah yeah so yeah, that makes yeah, sense. So um, did you did you get anything else done this week? 
Um, not like that's not enough bit. already. I mean, <laughs> well, that wasn't this week. That was over a while. <laughs> yeah, but you, I mean, you finished it this week. That counts as this week. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll put that all into this week. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. So I, I mentioned I was working on some cold emailing. I'm kind of, I think last episode I talked about the kind of process I set up for that, but I've actually started running through that. So I, I think I've sent out about uh, only like 60 emails so far. Um, I've gotten a couple replies, haven't gotten someone that's like, Ooh, I want to, I'm interested. I'm going to start trying this now. So we'll see how well that works. I think I have like another 150 emails to go through. <laughs> and I think if I talked about I, that yeah i just need really just need one of those to end up becoming like a paying customer and then hopefully this the system is worth it um otherwise it, yeah i probably won't try it again but yeah it's been interesting <laughs> and, and kind of fun trying trying out how to how to do some good cold emailing um <clears throat> so yeah that i i kind of been working on a little bit this last week and then uh my linkedin ads i think are about done and those <laughs> Those have been kind of hilarious, uh, just the results of that. Um, <laughs> so at least I didn't actually spend any of my own money on it. It was all just free credit. But I've I've spent like $90 of free credit on that. I think it's gotten 3,000 views, the ad, the support man ad. And out of that, I've had eight clicks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, you know, hasn't turned into anything. So eh, probably <laughs> a surprised. no on LinkedIn ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Huh. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Definitely like jumping into this like ad world or, or, or just like exploring channels because, you know, I just don't have a ton of experience with that. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see. Um but yeah, ads ads probably aren't, you know, especially in return investment ads probably aren't the way to go. Yeah. I mean, at least not with LinkedIn, you know that now. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, let's see. So other than that, oh yeah, I I had a customer this morning uh who's been trying it for a little while that wants to convert and I think it'll be my biggest team. They have 32 uh, team members using support man Sweet. and so they'll actually uh, it's not official yet but i basically just sent them the email like hey this is the the price you're gonna have to pay so hopefully hopefully they're good with that but they would actually be in my a hundred dollar a month tier so Ooh. that would be that'd be a a new high for uh yeah just the most companies paying so so that would be cool that sounds we'll see great. if that goes through yeah that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. It's kind of a a light week for me. So, yeah. Uh, how about you? Um, so I actually was in bed most of the week. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I didn't really get much done. Um, I worked on software ideas for Kevin a little bit, kind of wrapping up there. Um, probably done with that by the end of the week. Um, but I mean, for I I did some work on Tiny Log actually. Um, I converted all the users I have so far over to the new site. So actually, you know, like I I ported it over into the new design, but I also put it on new domain and everything and. Um, 
set up the proper plans and everything so that's that's about to be launched as well probably maybe even this week still um or next week um and for playgroup i had an interesting conversation as well with somebody who uh who emailed me and was looking for a way to connect a custom domain um and it's like hey uh that's basically you you just gotta pay for that then you can just do that from the dashboard and they are also very likely to do that um so they were pretty happy with it and said that they liked the simplicity of it which was pretty cool to hear um yeah so yeah pretty hopeful that they will become a customer and still writing back and forth with them a little bit but about some other stuff <laughs> um but I didn't, that still didn't do any development work on Playgroup. Um, I still think it's in a pretty hard spot right now how I will like move the needle mm-hmm. with Playgroup. I did have some interesting conversations from our last episode where people reached out, but it like they didn't really, like nobody obviously had like the answer of how to move forward. Right. Um, has there been any, any like features or things that have like stuck out where it's like oh like people need this or this would be valuable where maybe I could go in that direction and build down that road a little bit more? It's only one that that gets requested all the time which would be SAML like SAML login where people oh. or organizations have this login already, right? And they just want to want to be able to send their uh, customers over and they should be logged in immediately but that's like a big feature and i'm still very hesitant to do that because even if they like i i sometimes get emails of people asking for it and then i'm like no it's not there yet um like may i may i ask why you uh would need that and then <laughs> what i what i get three or like two times out of three is most mostly just Oh, our tech team just sent me that as a requirement and they just need that to be to be in there. So they're basically mm-hmm. just screening different form softwares, right? And just checking some boxes. And it's like, a trap. all right, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could just be like, like you could really ha- like, hey, I, I'm willing to maybe do that. But for me to do that, you have to like go down this road a bit farther like you got to do the trial you got to start using things and then maybe even you got to pay up front before i build it and then i'll i'll commit to it <laughs> yeah that would be perfect but honestly they they don't care right they are too big to do that they just move on to the next one if you say if you say you don't have that and you would need more commitment mm-hmm. from their side like they just move on <laughs> yeah hmm yeah i don't know i so I am. I started reading. Obviously, awesome. Uh, finally, uh, on positioning. <laughs> um, I know. So that that does make me think of that a little bit. Like, you know, your positioning with Playgroup. Is there different places you can go that would make your product kind of stand out more so compared to the competitors? Of like, okay, this is. And maybe and maybe it's going away from those kind of enterprise people wanting that kind of feature, but something that stands out that like this is built specifically for a niche or a group of people that yeah, would just make it an easier sell, maybe. But I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I I mean I was I, I thought about that as well, right? I mean I <laughs> I struggled through the exact same thing and went on that call with April. 
um but that didn't really lead anywhere for me like i don't i don't know what to do with that right like it's it would be pretty cool to have this segment that you could just focus on and maybe tailor the entire thing towards one certain group but i wouldn't know which group that is right and even if i said like let's move away from companies uh and just focus on like individuals building communities then that's still the same thing um circle advertises right they they are advertising to be the community platform for creators which means solo people as well right. so you're still in the same in the same niche they're still competing and it's still the same the same segment and same market there so yeah i mean it's it's true and if i could like if i can figure out like one segment that everybody else is kind of ignoring <laughs> even if it's a boring one i would probably move into that direction pretty quickly now but i'm just not seeing it yet mm -hmm. yeah and and it sounds like talking to more users or potential users isn't necessarily helping because it's like they're they just have so many different scenarios um I guess so it's like uh that doesn't really help me know which way to go yeah it just makes me feel more stuck <laughs> yeah because there's just so many use cases for a community and it's just kind of a general oh we use a community to talk about this or we use a community to collaborate in this way so it's like yeah hmm. yeah it's also that like the people building those communities they have their own stack basically in a way like they have different tools they already use for the community um and that also is all over the place right like some people use calendly or whatever to set up events and then there are certain platforms that let, let you schedule events some of them have live streaming uh for groups uh, integrated some don't and it's it's all over the place and that makes it even yeah. harder to to just find this one like even just one of those stacks where playgroup could fit in nicely is really hard to identify. At least that's, so, I, I mean, maybe it's not, but I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> yeah. So that makes me think though, what if instead of, you know, positioning towards a kind of user, you're positioning towards basically a, a specific, a specific kind of stack. So you're, you're making playgroup work really well with these couple other tools and, you know, a percentage of communities are going to be using that stack. And if they are, then playgroup's just made to be the best community for that scenario. And maybe you could pick them up and grab, grab users that way. Um, you know, if you integrate really well with a couple of different tools that the people are using, um, and you, yeah, maybe something like that could be an opportunity yeah definitely worth exploring a little bit more if like if one of those stacks could be could be a thing right um yeah that sounds interesting actually <laughs> yeah <clears throat> uh let's see anything else that was going on i think that's it for me today um as i said i didn't really get get too much done this week <laughs> yeah have you thought more about the consulting kind of stuff i know we talked about that a little bit last week going down that path uh yeah how, how are you feeling about that i pretty much decided that i will take another day off from my day job for the next year um so cut cut back a little bit more uh get buy myself some more time in a way and 
still not super sure what I'm gonna do with that day. Like if I will just, uh, you know, like continue as I like the stuff that I'm doing right now, or if I'm going to spend those two days um, working with somebody on something. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still up in the air in a way, but I'm pretty sure like 99% that I will cut down the, the day job a little bit more. Um, if they will allow that, I haven't really talked to them about it, but if they don't, I could also imagine quitting entirely, like if that's not an option for them. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not um, the ideal way that I <laughs> that I would prefer, but if uh, if it's not an option, I would probably risk it at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool though, how basically the less that, you work on your day job just the more opportunity to do <laughs> other things find other projects build build or do do freelancing it, it's it's pretty cool how that opens things up yeah um, so obviously if they if they are flexible and work with you like you know you can just kind of uh push back on or, or do less uh, of your day job over time and just slowly slowly get into the next thing that kind of gives you some nice transition time so that would be nice yeah that would be perfect and i did get some some more offers actually from people who reached out and told me they would love to work with me so that's always <laughs> nice to have right like i'm not ready yet to say yes to anything but it's kind of cool to have them lined up in a way already so that's uh like that gives me confidence that it can actually work out right because if i if i would like cut cut back that time or just quit it quit entirely <laughs> without those options inside that would feel worse i guess <laughs> yeah 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 it definitely seems like something could work there though so that's cool yeah 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 i'm pretty confident that i can make it work <laughs> yeah uh let's see do we have anything else to talk about or is it is it time to wrap this one up i think we should wrap it all right, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening. Um, check out the show notes. We'll drop any links that we talked about uh, down there. Uh, otherwise, we'll keep chatting to you in another episode. See you next week. Bye.